0: 30 minutes on the board. And 30 minutes on the board. Get his down. Kyle Thompson, Isaiah Reed, and Chris Pomeroy with MXP. Chris, how's it going?
1: Good, good, buddy to see. We're doing thirty. No, not a vet moto. It's not a dude. ten plus two. Oh 30 yeah. Or what? Yeah, dude. we We're, we're yeah, looking 10 for an eight-minute
2: moto. I, <laughs> I'm happy on race days when they're like, oh no, the motos are
1: shortened today. <laughs> <laughs> <You know>. Dang, <laughs> <Darn it. laughs> That sucks. <laughs> it's funny the the transition you go to go through as a rider when you're when you're younger, right? Young yeah. pro, you know, yeah. right? You want. You train your butt off, you want long motos, right? You hate those short motos when, uh, they, you know, the sprinters can get. Now it's like, as we get older, it's like, uh, ah, yeah. moto's a bit long. Here. Yeah. Gotta, yeah, yeah, that's good. I'm good, I'm I'm 50 good with 50 that. I'm 50-50 with it.
0: At the races, you get the adrenaline going, the arm pump, it's it's a little different. You get tired easier. But when you're at home practicing, I feel like I can go a long time yeah. and I, I feel good. And yeah. Especially, you're, especially if I ride with, like, Cole or somebody like that wants to do motos, yep. I'm like,
2: I'm motivated. You're a little bit of a weirdo, yeah, though. I'm like weirdo. you go and you'll just casually hey, do 40 minutes for fun, and I'm like,
0: I know why? this is. I was talking to Cole about this the other day, and this is where it stems from. And it kind of I instilled it in him. Is I I was <laughs> in a young young pro career, yep. riding and didn't really know exactly what to do. But we started hanging out with Dougie D when I was like 16 years old. It's perfect timing for me to, to. I was in junior. I was kind of transitioning almost into the pro class yep. eventually, and he got me on these motos, and I would just ride with him. Whenever he's on the track, I'm doing as much as he's doing and the same motos he's doing, and I got to like really enjoy it. We talk about lines after and all this stuff, and then I instilled that in Cole because I think like, he's 11 years younger than me. Yeah. So I kind of like, here you go. This is the way we do it, and he loves motos too. He doesn't like this guy. I'll go out there and do two laps, mess around, come and chill with the boys. I have a
2: I have a
1: blast. Hit, at hit it. the oh, vape just, pen maybe. Yeah. A beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I hear you. I hear exactly what you're saying because I'll still at home do. 35 minute motos. Yeah. Just yeah. for just to be able See, to it's here. Yeah, just be able to say I did. Yeah. Even if like And it feels good, I'm sure when you're done. Right. Yeah. It's just mental, right? right? You still kind of feel like you got a little bit. But um yeah. But the racing part though, like you know, Walton or something like that, right? The hard part for me as you get as you get older is I struggle with the the sprint part. Yeah. That's my getting going fast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? I get you know, it's if I could just labs. ease into a moto, right? My lines, my speed, I can ride for a long time. But that sprint, it's just so like go, go, go. That's the, right? Which is opposite of when, the best The best moto I had at Walton was the one
0: hot lap I took. I went fast. Right. And then my my first laps, I was good. I was
2: solid. But if I went slow to look at lines, it was was harder to get going. How much more now do you guys find that it uh, is important to get a good start even now? Because like now you guys get up front and you get some clean air, you're going. And then you can push your whole moto. You find you get pumped up a lot quicker once you're in traffic, or not that you get pumped up. You just are less willing to take any risk to get out.
1: Yeah, I think it's a risk thing. I think it's a you know, get out front. You know, you you can choose. You know, you pick whatever line you want to take, right? Um, Where it's obviously you're behind. You're taking you know a little bit. (laughs) I don't know. I'm still fastest open line. The fastest, yeah. safest, open.
0: Yeah, line. here's a scenario, palms. You get uh, two options here. You could start. You know, okay, you're riding 40 plus. You know, there's a pretty decent guy out there with you. Uh, now that you're in the 50 plus class, so you're you're one of the older guys out there. You got a guy that's gonna most likely got a little bit more speed than you. Do you want him in front of you? Or you want to get in front of him? All that start? Do you want the whole shot? Or do you want to be second and see where he's
1: going? It maybe depends on on the track. I mean, some tracks you know lend a little bit easier for passing or picking lines, but. I still think uh, I think it, I still think I'll take that whole shot yeah. and just uh, <laughs> you know see where the take bolt. my <laughs> chances and uh, yeah. make him eat some because yeah. you just you never know what's gonna what's gonna happen. I mean if he's faster than you, right? You're definitely not gonna be able to pass him or chances are pretty slim, right? But at least if you're in front of him, you can uh, make a couple laps maybe miserable on him and play a little you know, defense. I don't know. Just something like yeah. I-
0: I, I see that. I like that that point. And I think you ride better from that perspective. I think I ride better the other perspective. Yeah. Eating a little roost, but seeing how fast they're going and seeing where the lines are. Yeah. Because when I'm in front, I, I ride shittier. I ride so much worse, and I just take bad lines, and I'm, I'm feeling that pressure. Yeah. And I like to be the one to try to apply it.
2: Yeah. I, I think I your know. competitive juices, too, also come out a lot more when you're following. Because yeah. you love chasing the clock, chasing the time. Yeah. Like When we go out, our goal is to do... Whatever, 15, 20 minutes on a small track until Kyle can lap me. It's a it's a minute track. It's short, right? right. And, yeah. and so it's like, how how long can we go? Yeah. And that's his chase. Is like. I find like, that hard chase, too. Chase. The uh, the minute long tracks and trying to do yeah. lots of
0: laps. Your your mental game comes in, yeah. right? Yeah. These guys doing supercross within the forty five second lap times are doing yeah, almost thirty. Like 30? Detroit or something like
1: that. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. They did like thirty laps. Insane, yeah. man. Yeah. That's so
0: mentally fatiguing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think there's a lot of variables, you know, in in the scenario that you just presented, like. Um, you know there's the wanting to be out front um, I find you get that little like adrenaline rush when you hole shot because you just you know you kind of feel like the man yeah. right but um, yeah. I think too it comes down to just how, how maybe prepared you feel going into the race like if you, go, if you go in like feeling fit ready you know whether you start fifth whether you start first doesn't matter, you're going 15, 20 minutes, whatever our vet yeah. motos are at Walton, right? Yeah. You know you can do that whole moto as hard and as fast as you can regardless, right? Then I don't think, it almost doesn't matter where you start, especially in the vet stuff, right? Because you know guys are gonna fade, right? But if yeah. you're not quite prepared, then you wanna take you know a little bit of the guesswork out of it and you kinda try to get that whole shot and yeah. go as hard as you can, for as long as you can, and if, <laughs> yeah. if that's sprint, five minutes, ten yeah. minutes, whatever. Yeah, I feel um, How much you are you know. riding now? Like, you're still riding quite a bit. In a the year, summers. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, I uh, think I still. I feel like I ride. Yeah. You know, my issue with just getting older and you know the body kind of breaking down is that, um, like, I have trouble riding consecutive yeah. days. Right. Yeah. So, like, if I want to get ready, it's always the same thing. I always. I want to start in the spring riding, right? And you kind of start off strong because you're pumped, right? Yeah. Spring, yeah. right? You're fresh, ah. right? And Dude. then, um, you know, mid-May sets in. You're getting busy getting, you know, with MXP. You're getting busy you're getting ready Nationals for the Nationals. Coming. Then you go out west or something, yeah. right? Sucks the wind out of your sails. Right? So west June's a write-off, Yeah, right? And then... Yeah, when um, you come back, you're toast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then kind of in July, you're like, oh, wait. I got, like... Four weeks till Walton. I better ramp it up, right? Yeah. So then you're and then not that's starting from zero, too, yeah. but you're. Um,
0: so it's just this. It's so true, man. Right. Now you're uh, like same schedule as what we got. We'll get into a riding flow in May, but soon as June hits and we're gone for three weeks, all our momentum's gone, and we get back, we're not used to going to the track. Yeah. It's out of our routine, and then we're like we're just trying to like rest up for the next swing of it. Yeah. So it. it's I mean, tough. I don't, I don't think.
1: It, I mean, not that it's that important in the grand scheme of things, but. Um, You know, I'm not sure if anyone really appreciates until you do it what it takes to be like a vet rider, right? Regardless of the level that you're at, right? Because you know, time on the bike, um, efficiency, it demands that you ride a lot, right? Because, like you said, you take a day. You know, I I don't ride for say two or three days, and I notice it when I get back, right? But yet, your body tells you you can't ride as much as you used to 10, 15, 20 years ago, right? So it really is a a kind of a delicate balance. And then the key is obviously to find that balance between, um, you know, just how much you, like riding enough, but then not riding too much. You know, like I mentioned before, like, you know, I might go, I could ride Tuesday, Wednesday, right? But then Thursday, excuse me, regardless of how fit I am, Thursdays, feel it. you feel it. Like yeah. your back's sore and like, you yeah, know. No. Um. I like uh, when we go to the backtrack, he, he
0: mainly rides like our backtrack or Justin's track, which is all clay, jumpy, but fun. And we do some fun stuff out there when we all go out and like holes out so, there. Yeah. And it's, it's really fun, but I do like those motos because I know when I suit up, we're only putting mm-hmm. one tank of gas in and yep. we're just going to go out and ride the two tracks and then come back like when we're close to empty i have yeah. actually had his bike where it was like bone it dry
2: did. one day we went out bone and, dry and, and i was like i think i'm i think i'm out of gas we look in it like literally not a drop in the tank Dude, you can see like
0: the the, the plain wow.
1: matte bottom it was like and that's it, scary on, those, on <laughs> those bikes these days yeah, yeah. yeah. they uh, just I quit. Mean, was,
2: uh, f- fuel up your bikes so you t- don't do that don't yeah, get don't in that be position. isaiah um, switching <laughs> up a little bit canadian moto you know, we're coming into another season. I think that that's one thing we haven't talked really much about, especially with us, but yeah. you being heavily involved in it. What are your thoughts on uh, some of the guys coming in this year? Natski to KTM, a couple of the other changes around the pits,
1: you know? Well, as always, I mean, I think it's 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 exciting. <laughs> There's, um, you know, multiple storylines. Um, I'm a big, you know, with no disrespect to, to any other rider, like I'm a big Dylan Wright fan, right? Just because simply, you know, I could never, even in my heyday, could never ride like he does, right? Yeah, or do the totally things, different style, right? Totally different style, right? Mm-hmm. So I respect that he's able to yeah. get around the track at and high do it speed, a consistent fashion, right? Righty's like right? four-time 450 yeah. champ, right? Um, so I totally respect what he does. I like him as a person off the track or off the bike, rather. Um, Same with Pettis, you know, just a great guy. Um, I was pumped to see him get through last year healthy. Um, But I'm really, uh, I'm interested to see what Natsuki can do. I'm a big Natsuki fan, just from the fact that, I mean, I don't know him that well other than talking to him at the track, right? Um, But I just feel like um, he's coming in in like a real good spot, like he's pumped to be, on and, the KTM factory. And he's team. training in the heat, and, yeah, right? Because yeah. right now it's hot in yeah. New Zealand, and he's training yeah, right. and racing nationals over if, there. It's if huge. he can keep from, you know, feeling a little bit of, say, burnout through May,
2: yeah. right? Because um, he's been getting a lot of gate drops in. Dude, I don't know how old. many, but it seems like he's racing. Like I know. A bunch, I think last no? year,
0: though, with Supercross was hard on him. He wasn't yeah. that good at it, and he's used to being a, an upper, like, top yeah, I guy. That and hurt him a bit.
2: The confidence, eh? Yeah. I would say the confidence kind of, you know, it takes a little to hit there. But, you know, what? I just think back to I can't stop thinking about that Gopher Dunes ride he had two, two summers ago. Even
0: last year, he did that one, and then he had a bike issue or oh, goggles yeah. issue in the second moto. Yeah. But he was
2: flying. Yeah. That, yeah, the
0: first year he
1: was here, first was just year. he just the fastest lap of the whole day. Yeah. Faster than Dylan. And I, I've i watched him, you know, as you guys have. i watched him ride, you know, the last couple years. Um, and he's got a little bit of, like... Not exactly, but he's got a little bit of kind of <clears throat> excuse me, Jet Lawrence style to him a little bit where he hops over light, stuff. Light, right. Yeah and uh, I, I know what you mean. That's gonna really help him on the four fifty. Just stay in light in control. Um, yeah, yeah I, mean, I think he's uh, you know, you mentioned supercross last year. I don't unless you're unless you've grown up and gone through your career doing, you know, supercross, motocross, right, off season, that cycle, yep. right? I think racing Supercross is terrible preparation for, for nationals, For nationals, yeah. right? Because yeah. I remember Bobby Canary told me one time, racing Supercross, like when you do the whole series and Dude, Cole can four totally. 50. The 450 class is nuts. Right. The 250 is only nine rounds. It's not as right. bad. 17 but, 450. You
2: know, that's crazy. Even those lot. rounds.
1: When you're just doing it like weekend to weekend to weekend, right? The travel. You're always hurt. You have a crash at home yep. during the week. You crash and time practice something happens at some point and you're hurt all the time whether it's even something simple like a, your thumbs pulled back or just yeah. something right and I think that's what you said like you mentioned last year I think that's what happened to Natsuki is mm-hmm. that you know race he got you know banged up a little bit right and then you come in you're not fresh for the outdoors and um, you know that's just speaking you know, of him uh, getting
0: out of the 250 class that's uh, him Harrison McNabb the top three
1: from last year all gone yeah it's um, I've thought about I mean the 250 class is it going to be a is it going to be a vet race at the front of the pack or yeah and is it <laughs> Benoit and Medaglia <Medaille? laughs> yeah like is it going to be a vet master um, yeah that,
2: it's very well I mean, I, I don't know I think Quinn and Seb would probably have something to say about that I think that they good, good chance for Seb to get in there I, I well yeah. right now you know they're both down at Rensland so it's funny that those two guys are going to be like top of their, top of their class. They're they're going to train all winter together. Yeah. You know they're battling it out all winter. I've already been hearing that they're getting texts back and forth, like, like uh, you know they're all buddy buddy to their face. But one day Quinn's faster, the next day Seb's faster, and they're like ah, you like type of things. So. Yeah,
1: it, I, it opens I, the door for like Quinn, um, you know racing, um, you know maybe even a. a Tanner Scott, um, like the door is is wide open to really go out and like make your mark in that 250 class. Right? Yeah, I agree. Um, because yeah, I mean it's we're assuming just going on results from last year, but we're assuming that you know Benoit's going to be up front. Um, you know Tyler with his experience can be up front. Um, you know I've heard the name. You know does PRMX. You know, do they bring up a, a Yoder. Hunter Yoder, or Yoder? I mean, he's yeah. gonna be, be good. You know, but it, those bikes are fast. But it opens the door for for those guys like we talked about. It also opens the door for like some American kids who maybe don't want to do you know a whole national series and battle their you know for their life in fifteenth, twentieth, whatever it is, right? Yeah. Like that's you know, that's it's hard work. It's crazy though
0: because like there could be an American say just off that top tier come up. I would say Yoder's just off that top tier. Yeah. He's not quite the top five guy of the factories, he, but he's not on the bike and equipment, so he
2: might be. He's, he's around but, the, one of the top non-factory finishers. Yeah. You take Yoder
1: and Quinn Amiot. Who you betting on there? I bet on Quinn. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, I'd have Experience to see... Experience in Canada. Yeah. I'd have to see Yoder ride outdoors. Um, he's had a couple of decent results. Supercross. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean... Line he, up. I don't even think he raced outdoors last year because he did World Supercross and AMA. Yoder.
2: Yeah, did he? Yeah, ride Yoder outdoors? didn't. I don't think he rode outdoors. No, no, I don't think. So, but I could be wrong.
1: No, but he'd be interesting. Like it's just be interesting to see, um, you know, even someone like uh, <clears throat> like a Chris Blackmere or something yeah. like that. Like, yeah, you know, maybe next year's a good time or this year's a good time for him to at Get least back in it. maybe That's, at least ride the, all the East. I know, it's
0: crazy though because he looked so good when he was on uh, Steve's team there, the Gas Gas and then he came up last year. I know he was maybe underprepared on that two-stroke but didn't really show much and he go, he's not very good at Supercross. I don't know what, it was just that year yeah. or something that he just really had confidence going. I'm not sure what yeah. it was but I haven't seen it since and I've seen no. him do a bunch of different races and yeah. I don't
1: know. No. It's just... Another part of it is that, you know, like, the Quinn, the seen, like, our Canadian boys, right? The sport's changed a lot since, certainly since my my day, right? Yeah. You're a little bit yep. newer than, than me. Um, my day, I don't wanna go as far as to say that we all hated each other, right? Mm. But there was no-
0: I like this, yeah. We love
1: lost, right? Rib, yeah. so like, because w- the money that we made came from how you finished, yep. right? So if you finished in front of me, you were taking money from for you. me right um, yeah. Yeah. and there was a lot of that you know like we had our little teams like there was a 2 wheel team there's a machine racing team and like the machine racing team was like you know Galdi and I you know yeah. and we got along for the most part right there Mesley was no was in there yeah. Mesley was in there right yeah. he was younger coming up yeah. right um the 2 wheel team you know they kind of got but there was like a, a team hate too though because
0: right. I'm sure like Mesley coming in he was younger than you he was like oh this guy's trying to take my spot right and there was a bit, of, like,
1: you got along, but yeah. it was there was some hate yeah, on the dude. track. Uh,
2: it's, it's gone. It's gone.
1: And that's, that's, that's the it's point gone. I'm trying to make is that, you know, when, when push comes to shove, right, I'm anxious to see if, like, who steps up as, like, the alpha male kind of thing. And, like, you know, because it might cost a friendship, at least for the rest of the series, right? Good. But, like, are you willing to step up even though, you know, as a whole, the our boys are pretty tight, yeah. right? Like, they all joke around and stuff, which our, is cool. I mean, like Two of our top factory riders have,
2: conveniently have a podcast yeah. together, which, I mean, no no hate on the podcast, okay. but how, how can you be, like, uh-huh. you know, how, how, nice. how, how can you duke it out? Right.
1: So, you know, I'm interested to see, as the series goes on, and things do, you know, get tight, and there's, you know, you know, there's going to be one of those motos where someone is putting someone off the track on the last lap, right? Causing some issues like just who is gonna step up and take that next uh, step because I think I think you need to like, you know take Dylan Wright for instance like you know, he's friendly with a lot of guys but once he's on the track, he doesn't yeah. He doesn't give a crap no. what happens to anybody. He shuts it off. Right, right. And he, he can
0: be the guy that's like, oh, I'm buddies with you because I'm smoking you on the weekend. Exactly. Why, why? He's he's the one that can do that. But yeah. the rest of them, hey, man, you don't know if that, that job's secure because guess what? Cowie Tanner is probably going to look for somebody to beat Dylan. And if you can't do it, they're going to find somebody else. So why would you like or be buddies with that? Yeah. That's like going to a job interview and being like, oh, bros, you know, you're, you're trying to get this job that I really want but oh you got it we're still pros, though we're still yeah. like, no. like no everybody's cutthroat and there's no cutthroat anymore in sports so no, I and feel like I it's, mean, it's all buddy and that's buddy. not
2: just the here like mind no. you I, I, it's something that we're seeing in our Canadian motocross sport but I feel like sport in general is mm. you know the competitive edge the uh, I'm gonna win at all costs type of mentality seems to be getting further and further away from reality right yeah. like especially the only thing I tend to see it in um, frequently is like football I really yeah. feel like. I feel like football is like dog eat dog. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Well, you know, well,
1: I, you know I, I do think that one of the common denominators for, you know, champions or people that, that win on a regular basis, whether it's in team sports, um, you know, even team sports have, you know, leaders, right? Um, but I think the common denominator is with those guys, successful ones, and it's the same in life and business, whatever, right, is that they do have that mentality you know, yeah. where, yeah, you know, I'll be, uh, I can be cordial, right? Yeah. I'm not going to be a complete, you know, dick, but, you know, yeah. you're yeah. not my buddy. Yeah, yeah. yeah I agree. And um, I remember, you know, you mentioned Dylan, right? But, like, I remember Walton a couple years ago, um, and this is just classic. If there was one moment that kind of encapsulated Dylan Wright and his personality I mean I felt like this was it it was like one of the Waltons I think back when you had two Waltons okay yeah yeah, one of the COVID years yeah so he's sitting on the starting line and it was all like quiet you know it was before stage like everyone was staged but it was before like hot lap hot lap he's sitting there it was all quiet guys are talking to each other he's sitting there with a headphone headphones on right singing out loud, like you could have heard it from the first turn, <laughs> right? Singing what he's hearing on the thing, not giving it two rats ass. craps about what anyone yeah. else thinks. And I'm like, he's has most of them beat yeah. before yeah. the gate even drops. And like. and but you know
2: what's also true, and one thing that you can say that you know gives credit to Dylan's champ mentality is like, we've seen him have a bad race, and he'll push anybody. What and he'll push Tanner. That I'm sure of. Yeah. What we need to see is Tanner being willing to push Dill. Right. Right? Yeah. And and not just him. Just anybody in the class needs to be willing to, you know, you don't got to be dirty with somebody, but you got to be willing to win. Yeah push that envelope yeah I agree because Dylan will and rightfully so he's out there to win and as a champ the most viewership I think we
0: had on the series when Michael Essie Phil Nicoletti those guys were getting into it uh, and, and there was a whole involvement of like just chaos like Cole was in there and Colton and there was just so much rivalries and I know that
1: it's almost like I, wrestling. Like, yeah, you. A story yeah. Line. You had your what is yeah. it? The the, the heels the and the,
0: the heroes, whatever they call those uh, the in wrestling. And yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: It's uh, do you do you watch much of the AMA arena cross that we do? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I mean, that's, like there's storylines there. in that all the time. Yeah, yeah. And every weekend there's somebody taking somebody right. out. Arena crash.
1: And it's a, I mean it's inevitable. Yeah, in that yeah. format, right? Yeah. Um, you know, obviously outdoors, there's a lot more room to to not find your competition, but yeah, um, I agree with. You know what you guys are saying. You know, if you're, you know, I mean, last year I think for Pettis, we mentioned Pettis before. For Jess, you know, last year was a rebuilding year. Get through it. He'd been hurt, yeah. right? Goal number one is make it from you know Edmonton to Walton, That's right? It. Healthy. Yep. And I get it, right? Um, totally understand it, right? This year, um, I think he's in a good spot. I mean, they're getting a new bike, yeah. right? Um, he's gonna feel a little more comfortable. Um, But, you know, does he, is he uh, able to not just match Dylan's pace, but when push comes to shove, you almost have to go over that pace because Dylan's willing to go well, you know, well out of his comfort zone Mm -hmm. in order to get a moto win something like that. I think right. the biggest thing yeah. is Jess Jess is one guy that does have the pace to go that speed yeah. but
0: if if Jess took another two laps and pushed him instead of like when he got past he would just kind of like all right I'm second yeah that's what it's going to be if he took two more laps and jumped, yep. let's pressure this guy let's see what he's got yeah maybe that's his mentality and maybe we're just seeing that, that Dylan's
2: that much better when he gets yeah. by so yeah, who and, knows and, and that's the hard part yeah yeah because yeah. because he's he's on another level right now and how do you judge it until somebody comes up and really gives it to him? Like, uh, you know, the Zach Osborne, you know, hype when he came and he set the fastest lifetime at Walton that one time, you know, we're like, oh my goodness, like that'd be so cool. And we almost got to like fantasize about it for a second of what it would be like to just see that battle. And as fans, we want to see it, yeah. you know, it's the same situation that we're watching in the US, you know, Jet won all outdoors, undefeated yeah. season. And then he wins the SMX playoffs, and then he wins the round one of the Supercross, oh, it's just, and yeah. it was just like a ball rolling, and I don't know how or what, but, you know, the confidence, some, something got in his kitchen, say what you
1: want. Yeah, well, I mean, right. I think, you you know, the mud races didn't help, right? that adds a whole other variable to the situation, had those rounds been dry, um, you know, I may have seen something different, um, so that throws... For for a loop, I really do think. um, I mean, you know what? You've been around top riders. You know, you're probably one of the top guys yourself from you know years ago. Um, Appreciate that. But (laughs) did you qualify? (laughs) (laughs) Qualified. But I think people don't understand. It's even for the most confident athlete out there. Yeah. It's still you're so insecure, right? Because everyone's trying to take you down, right? And no matter how confident you feel you know guys are gunning for you right so I do think I don't think we can underestimate what that Jason Anderson incident did to Jet just maybe not so much the incident but like the aftermath, the where aftermath. yeah for people were like like you whoa know, got at him. Him getting right yeah you know I think that totally knocked him off his his pedestal right? yeah um now he's gonna find his way back right he did in Detroit. Yeah. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, I think it's just you know it's such a confidence thing, and um, you know I think Dylan right now knows you know whether it's ten minutes, whether it's twenty minutes, whether it's you know on the thirty-fifth minute of the hottest moto on the roughest yeah. track, you Still know find a way. Yeah, I yeah. know what I can do. You know who who wants to come and try to you know yeah and i think that's going back to what we said about natsuki and his preparation right like yeah you know even dylan and you know jess you know yeah Mike. they do a few local races prior to the season right but no one's going to come in with this intensity you know race seat time gate drops as we call it yeah as many as natsuki Right. You think um, about
0: Dylan or Jess. Where would they be racing up to this point? Would they, they find any races anywhere? Are you they think?
2: Gonna, I, I feel like Dylan won't do any of those like pro am US stuff like Ryder did last winter. A couple of those. What is it? The Tampa am? There's a win, yeah Tampa and there's uh, winter
0: ams and all yeah, that, that stuff
1: in Florida. You yeah. Know, which I so don't. And I mean, you know, obviously, you know, Jess going to be mostly, from my understanding, you know, at uh, GPF. Right? So he's going to be able to ride with Kevin and Tanner, all those guys. And maybe they won't ride together, but they'll certainly be able to gauge each other. Right? Um, You know, all Dylan's at, you know, I know those guys at Lawrence's are probably riding Supercross right now. But eventually they'll... They'll swap over. Yeah, transition outdoors, which will be good for Dylan. Yeah, Yeah.
2: last year they got to mix it up because they were still 250. Right.
1: Yeah, Yeah, they had more time off. Nothing beats... Line up behind a gate. Yeah. Right? And we saw that years ago with, I mean, remember when uh, Colton, right? Colton was the absolute best at racing. He would not race from the end of Walton to the following first round. And he wouldn't go south until
0: uh, March. Pretty much March 1, he was going south, and everybody was down there for two months already. But he
1: came into the first round ready, right? It wasn't until all of a sudden... um, Top riders were coming up from the states, who were race ready. Yeah. Like you think of Metcalf, yeah. um, Kentucky, yeah, right. Dice like that, yeah. Um, you know, Millsaps, maybe. Yep. Right? Millsaps, yeah. yep. All of a sudden, Purcell. Yeah. All of a sudden, Colton's, you know, six months off of racing, didn't work anymore. Right. He had yeah. to step up his game. Right. And I think that's why, when, um, 2000, I thought the best Colton we ever saw was um 2018 yeah right when he had to ride he had to get ready for abbotsford yep you're the arena cross stuff right because yep. that was in what february march yeah it
0: was february 24th right. 2018 right
1: was the first
0: uh arena cross okay and then he came in there and that was a yeah that was a great year right i thought the, that
1: was the best we saw colton just from a level of oh, riding West, even in the summer it. right yeah so, like um I mean, it goes back to, you know, in my day, you know, even your day. Like, I mean, I did yeah. 36 races a year. Jeez, yeah. Even in my, you know, that's, my that's prime. Just because that's, like I said, we had to race. Yeah. So there was no salary. Yeah. yeah. If you wanted to make money, that's you had it. to go race. Chase whether us. it was here, whether it was Quebec, yep. right? Um, sometimes. Good continuities.
2: That's, that's, that's kind of a topic I would like to talk about a little bit. Is like, why, you know, this sport is a sport where there's a lot of people trying to make a living from riding their dirt bikes, right? And let's just take, before we go too far there, in pretty much every industry, if you want to get the job that you want, you gotta travel, you know? It's rarely you can just stay at home, make the money that you want, do whatever. What is the stigma, in your guys' opinion, on some of these guys chasing money races? Why, why do we not see enough as many Man, here's, do a, that? here's a great example of that.
0: Um, in the, vet, in the vet world, uh, yeah. Keith Johnson and Mike Treadwell. Back when Cole was racing amateur, they'd hang out with us all the time. They were but, our buddies because I knew Mike from racing pro nationals. So he'd come over and we'd have some beers and, and hang out. But those guys were chasing the money races. Right. But the Cowie contingency in the States was insane. Right. Keith Johnson was beating up on Mike Treadwell. He'd, he'd walk away on most of these amateur nationals with like 10 to 15K. Yeah, Riding vet classes, smoking everybody. Yeah. And, then, and Mike would probably be like 8, 9, 10K. I'm like, are you kidding me? And they still go back and work a full-time job. But yeah. just chasing these money races. Yep. They were making so much bank that, like, they would do the, the eight nationals and make, like, almost hundred k off these Cal we continue to see. I'm like, are you nuts? That's yep. crazy.
2: Yeah.
0: I don't know if it's the same way now, well, but that's I what mean, it was I years know,
2: ago. I know you can go to Baja. I yep. know you can do all these Tampa Amps. I know, you, like, there's, they're out there. there Dude, is there's money the fair race. crosses in the U.S. Dude, go, go to those. Make make yourself three dollars $5,000 a weekend. Go do... 10 of those you got $50,000 a year. It's more more than most yeah. of these riders are in a wrong. year. Dude, dude there's dude, some good money. Why why aren't you doing that? You want to make a living
1: riding right your dirt bike? Go win some of these things Go, and do what you can them. elsewhere. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, I think it's a it's a loaded question, right? Because on one hand, I understand, you know, why say Dylan or yeah. Jess yeah. or something like I understand Yeah. I would take them out of this conversation. I understand why those the, guys. Yes, I don't would take that. Fully understand, Behind right. them. But for the rest of the guys I honestly don't know. I mean, it's like a, you know, whether it's, I mean, I'm sure a lot goes into it, right? As far as machinery, um, you know, bikes are obviously different. Like, you know, uh, go back to my day, and I hate to keep saying back in my day, because yeah. I'm not trying to say it was better or worse yeah. than that, right? Or, you know, it's not like we walked uphill to school every, <laughs> yeah, both ways, right? Both or whatever, days, right? Yeah. I'm not saying that. But, um, <laughs> you know, it was simple, right? You had a 125, you had a 250, yeah. right? And... You could ride those things into the ground, right? So it, parts and maintenance wasn't at the forefront of your thought process. You know, it was like, you know what? There's a race in Quebec, Yeah. right? I, I Saturday, think, uh, I'm going there to race. It was provincial back home. Like, there was time. Yeah, weekends, you're just chasing it. There was weekends mm-hmm. I'd go Friday, Saturday, Arena Cross in Quebec, drive home all night with a mechanic for a provincial yep. on Sunday, get yep. there at noon right they cater to me a little bit and not yeah. schedule motos early right Staly was running yeah. provincials then right? palms so he would give me one site lap before my first moto and i race off but
0: <laughs> i think um before because we hit the 30 minute mark we'll just finish All up right, talking about this laps. um yeah. <laughs> yeah but before Couple just laps. finish the point there i do think egos have gotten in, in this and with social media and and being able, back in your day, we'll say in my day, it wasn't posted everywhere. You just chase whatever, and, yeah. and you didn't know who you're racing. You didn't know, oh, this Joe Blow over here, he's fast as F at this track. I'll go get beat by him, but who cares? We're just chasing the money. So nowadays, people know who's going where, and they're like, I'm going there. He's racing there. That's yes. his track.
1: Yeah. So I don't know. And I mean, I do think it, you know, uh, I know from, you know, memory, my own memory is that, you know, yeah, you were tired sometimes. You're burnt out a little bit because you know you were driving all over the place. But I'm telling you, <clears throat> our racecraft in those days—and I'm not just talking with me—I'm just talking generally. Like racecraft was mm. on par, like good, just because you're racing all the time. Yeah, That's you all you did, right? Three, you don't mo-
0: three three classes a day, six motos, yeah. one
1: twenty-five, 500, nuts. Yeah. yeah, and you just mm. like you know you'd ride maybe on a Wednesday. You know, my schedule was you go to win, ride at home. You know, I'd still be sore Monday, Tuesday from. Yeah.
0: Buddy, I remember seeing an interview of you before a national, it was on TV, and you're like, "Hey, so Palms, uh, what do you do to get prep for this?" Ah, like, oh, I'll ride once, and then I'll uh, I'll play some tennis, and then uh, you don't want to show up rings. It's like,
1: dude, that's sick. Yeah, but you'd ride Wednesdays, right? Yeah. You do your motos, right? What do you think? Play tennis, like a, you know, whatever. I used to run a little bit, but um, you know, not that it didn't matter. I probably should have done more, right? But um, that's kind of, I think, what everyone else was, was doing. So you kind of go with, yeah, you know. follow the trend. But um, you yeah. just raced all the time.
0: Yeah, so much racing. Yeah, but okay. Well, we get to the plus two. I got to have my question here for Palms. One as well. Yeah. Um, you know, now having your kid racing on big bikes, no. he's come through the ranks. <laughs> did, did I snipe <laughs> this? No, I just want to know.
2: It might be different snipe. than yours. Maybe. Okay. Finish.
0: Um, do you get more nervous for
1: your racing or watching Ayrton? Well. It's a different, it's a different nervous, right? Do we got time for a longer answer? The long answer is great because it's it's an involved, um, I love riding, right? I never want to stop riding, Mm -hmm. right? Whether I'm 50, 60, right? I love riding. I hate racing just because the only way I know how to race is to just be super, like try to be super focused, Yeah. right? So you wake up in the morning, right? You get into that Zone, race mode, in, locked in, yeah. Whether you know, like even at Walton this year, right? You got that little you're kind of like almost miserable, yeah, right? Food tastes different, right? You go to the you go to the line, you make a little chit chat because it's vet stuff, right? Yeah, but you don't want to talk to anyone, right? It's just the Goodness. way I can't. I haven't been able to transition to the laid back. You know, Me either. I feel I this. I can't do it, right? Keep because going. my feeling is that, <laughs> you know, if something happened, right, and I got hurt, right, like, seriously hurt, right, if I was laying there in the ground, you know, and I was like, man, I should have focused for that race, right, I would, like, how tragic would that? I'd be yeah, so yeah. mad at myself, right? Yeah. But if I give it, you know, put some focus into it, put some effort into it, you know, whatever happens, happens, right? So that's a different... Feeling, right? Um, For Ayrton, um, I don't feel, um, I trust his ability, right? I don't feel, um, like, nervous for him, like something's going to happen. I just feel um, more, like, um, responsible in case something happened. Like, after his crash at WCAN, the hard part mentally for me, was just kind of dealing with, not the trauma of the situation or like seeing the helicopter come in, right, because that's, yeah. that's part of it, like, you, you know, if you want to do this, son, like, you know, this is, you know, not that you never want to see him and, get hurt. And he's well aware, like, you know, right. he's, he's at this point, like. You never want to see yeah. your, your kid get hurt, that goes without saying. Yeah. Yeah. Right? But, you know, is facing a little adversity at, you know, 15, 16, 17 years old when just naturally, you know, human nature tells you that you can do whatever you you know there's no consequences for it's just the way it is right little adversity is not a bad thing I agree with that that's a really good point um so you know it wasn't it was bad injuries it was a bad situation but you know you knew he was going to heal up right um so in the end it was a learning experience right but um so yeah I don't feel it's just a weird I don't feel nervous before he starts I just feel like a kind of um I feel responsible for, for what, right? But yeah, having said that, if you put a mic on me during his races, yeah. right? <laughs> I pretty much, I think I talk him around. You're talking like what you would probably do in that yeah, situation, like yeah. going go outside, inside, outside, go, go outside, on, go You gotta wait, be patient. And most yeah. of the time, he's he's doing, yeah. you know, because he's a very good technical rider. But yeah, I'm very like you know. Go inside. Go inside. It's crazy to say you know. that. Uh, so i am being at Supercross with Cole, and he's kind of been a son
0: to me. He's 11 yep. years, and I've always had him with me. And uh, my dad hasn't been there. He's been staying in Florida. So he obviously, like, TV coverage, he might see him, might not. So I'm like, I'll, I'll be on the phone with him. And, and Chloe's sitting beside me, and, and we're doing the whole race, and I'm talking Kev through the race. And I'm like, oh, this guy's here. This, whatever. But I'm like... Chloe's sitting like, how do you do that? I'm like, well, usually I'm doing triple crown races and he's raced how many years I've, I've had to accommodate <laughs> yeah. this. This is nothing, now I'm just talking about him. Yeah, he's like, I don't know how you do that. I was like, ah, it's easy. Yeah. But it's it's funny because you're
1: probably doing the same thing with Ayrton to yourself, like yeah. talking yeah. through it. But I mean, it's a, you know, at the end of the day, it's a, you know, I'm excited for him because, um, you know, I know how, I remember how cool it was. Yeah. Especially at that age, right? Because you know unless you have a setback like he did in the summer you're always at that age you're always trending upwards right you're always improving because there's so much to learn in everyday life great age um and so you know i kind of miss you know i feel if we're not if i'm not learning trying to learn something right um you know you feel a little bit i feel a little bored maybe so i'm just excited for him because i know you know yeah it's it's exciting to he's still you know, climbing that ladder. He's still climbing the yeah. ladder, right? And I know we you know how hard it is to get, right? So you try to guide them a little bit, but yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's all good. It's such a great. It's too bad there's the you know the the crashing the indi- yeah. you know the injury part of it. I mean, this, wow. I guess it's like that in any sport, but um, you know because it really at the core it's such a good wholesome you know it really is. Like, I want to say man versus machine, but, I, you know, just women, whatever, whoever, the rider versus machine, yeah. Yeah. you know. And, um, you know, it really is, like, you get out of it what you put into it, right? If you want to work hard, if you want to make good decisions, right, um, you're probably going to find success. It teaches
2: you so much, too. Like, like, the kids that come out of this sport, I find, are just, like, genuinely, like, pretty amazing people. Yeah. Like, yeah. all of us, everyone that we actually hang out with which either says that we have a bad judge of character or there's some good people around. Yeah. That, you know, yeah, all... it brings some really good people out. The values that it teaches kids, I find, like seeing families and, you know, uh, from every aspect, like I see families that, you know, put everything into this sport and, you know, their kids learn at an early age what sacrifice means. Yeah. A lot of kids don't know what that means, Yeah. right? And that's something that probably a lot of uh, outside people take for granted that I, you know, see every day is sacrifice, sacrifice, sacrifice.
1: Well, it's funny because when Ayrton started playing hockey, right, I think back then it was called might. I think it's changed now, right? But I was his coach, and at that time, you had two coaches, one would stay on the bench, but the other coach was actually on the ice during the game with the kids right? Okay. Picking them up if they fall. <laughs> right? Yeah. So you find yourself as a coach, like, you know, I'll, you know, skate, put the puck in here, right? You're directing them, right? Yeah. Just because that's what you do. So I was having a conversation with one of the parents back then and we were talking about, you know, at that time, Ayrton was racing 50 class. Yeah. And so I'm thinking, so I had a conversation about just the maturity level. Now there's exceptions to everyone, right? But just generally speaking, the maturity level of, a say, a five-year-old Six-year-old motocross kid compared to a hockey kid or something, and this is no disrespect to hockey or anything, but um, you know, it's way different because yeah. I mean, I was telling, like, describing to a hockey parent of a five-year-old yeah. what we do. You know, you put their go- help them put their goggles on, send the, them away, wish them good luck.
2: You they walk an away, engine underneath them. Yeah,
1: the gate drops, and for the next. 10 minutes, whatever, right? However long a 50 moto is. Yeah, yep. They're responsible for every decision that they make, right? They got nobody what, in their ears. Yeah. And what that teaches them, right? Um, you know, it's not like, you know, and there's no breaks. It's not like hockey where you come to the bench, you know, hey, you know, you should have, <laughs> yeah. you know, next time <laughs> hey, do this. Next this next lap. <laughs> or, you know, have a drink of water, regroup, reset, yeah. go back out, right? Moto, you're out there. And Gone. Um, it's true. You know, it's... Uh, it's incredible, right? yeah. So, and then you know, fast forward from 50, you know, five years old to 40, 50 years old. You know, we're still out there doing it, making decisions, making decisions, right? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes <Yeah>. bad ones, <laughs> yeah. but uh, no, it's all good. So, okay, all right. I got a, I got another one that
2: it, it was kind of along the same lines. I'll ask it, but I was gonna say having a kid and still being involved in the sport. What has if anything changed become your new favorite part of motocross. I'm sure it's brought the sport to a different light for you having your son so so involved with it.
1: Well, yeah, I think it's it's made me definitely appreciate um you know the times that that my dad and I spent driving to races, doing the whole racing experience um because I mean, you know, not that you know, Ayrton it's fortunate that he has so much. I mean, all the kids do, but in particular, you know, with having a dad who, you know, has done this for... In the industry. For so in long, industry, right? Uh... Um, you know, he has certain guidance available to him, yeah. right? Which I didn't have. My dad and I were totally new to the sport, right? We were kind of plotting along as, you know, learning as we go kind of thing, right? Yeah. Which, you know, had its advantages, but had disadvantages. It was very pure time right certainly in my life right Mm -hmm. and I'm assuming in his life too right so having you know doing the same journey with Ayrton um, you know certainly makes me appreciate you know what my dad uh, went through to get me to the races Um, having said that um, you know I think my favorite I think my favorite thing is and it's kind of a general thing, but my favorite thing is just like the journey to get to to a place right. to each race, yeah. right? Whether we're driving to you know Auburn or whether we're driving to Quebec, um, just the excitement, yeah. um, you know, of going to, to a track. place. Pack. I, I, yeah. Just that whole that nervous energy, you know, the knowing that Christian what's ahead back. of us, you know. Yeah. Um, I think that's that once we're at the race, I guess it kind of goes by, you know, it gets complicated and it goes, you know, you're worried about a lot of other things, especially, you know, with multiple, you know, you wear, I wear multiple hats I at yeah. the races, right? So that sometimes gets a bit stressful, but um, yeah, just, you know, the journey of the race, because we haven't raced yet, so we're not full nervous. Mm-hmm. He's not fully, you know, because sometimes he gets yeah. a bit miserable when he's nervous, like mm-hmm. we, all, we all do, right? Yeah. So he's not fully in that race mode yet right and I'm not and you know mom's not it's just a fun yeah, you know just, just a fun, fun that's yeah. my favorite favorite part nice so, love it yeah. yeah well that's 30 plus too appreciate it palms yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. yeah thank uh, you thanks for having me yeah. Yeah. thanks awesome. guys Calvin. yeah
2: good luck so, chat episode we're
1: 16 ready for a longer moto next time
2: yeah <laughs> we could go for hours I, like. <laughs> I know we could <laughs> just keep I know we could. up
0: here we kept this format because it's simple and
2: easy to go simple it's fun yeah okay thanks palms alrighty cheers